Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Adam Shine Podcast. Episode 56 of the Adam Shine Podcast, and this one is piping hot. We have Adam Schefter on the Adam Shine Podcast. He's the best insider in the business. Of course, does a sensational job on ESPN. He's the host of the Adam Schefter Podcast, and he broke the story that Aaron Rodgers wants out in Green Bay. Broke that story on the nights of the NFL draft, and... It's been the biggest topic in sports ever since, and Shefty takes us through how that became his breaking news story, how that hit your television screens, how it hit your Twitter feed. He takes us inside the Rodgers and Green Bay Packers relationship. He takes us inside what's next, and listen, you guys will hear it, but it coincides with everything that I have said about this situation Aaron Rodgers, and you know I'm on Team Rodgers, and I always say blood on your hands, Brian Gunekist, and he he put blood on his hands when he traded up for Jordan Love and ended the run for Aaron Rodgers. Only question was the expiration date, but that draft pick, in my opinion, ended everything, everything for Rodgers and his time in Green Bay. No trust. It blindsided Rodgers, didn't draft a wide receiver, and... Listen, this is a tremendous interview with Schefter, who has all the inside information on everything you need to know on the biggest topic in all of sports. So I've been screaming on radio, on SiriusXM, on Shine on Sports, on TV, on Time to Shine, on CBS Sports Network, that Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay, and he's digging in. And if you think he's changing his mind, I mean... You have not been paying attention here, so we will let you guys listen for yourself. Here's Adam Schefter on the other side, the featured guest on the Adam Shine Podcast. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. This is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand-new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The featured guest on the Adam Shine podcast needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one because he is the absolute best in the business, the number one insider who he does a great job covering the NFL for ESPN. He's the host of the Adam Schefter podcast. He is a mensch, a wonderful human being and amazing at his job. My guy, the great Adam Schefter. Adam, how are you? My guy, Adam Shine, thank you for the kind words. It is an honor and a treat to be with you anytime. Adam, you had the scoop of the year in all sports, frankly, last week. And watching it develop before the draft, I, I found the whole thing just fascinating. Not because you had the scoop of the year, but how it developed, the timing of it, the day of the draft. I loved it even from a TV perspective as a broadcasting geek you know you basically teased it on live tv knew you weren't going to get scooped laura rutledge throws to a report with diana russini you had everything ready to rock and roll take us through some of the mechanics and the background on that scoop with aaron Rodgers and the packers how that developed from a television perspective well it's funny you ask that it's an interesting question and I think that there had been so much conversation privately about Aaron Rodgers this offseason that it just felt like it was time to put your cards on the table, so to speak. And what I mean by that is that there was a report earlier in the day that the Niners made this big offer for Aaron Rodgers. There were people starting to talk about it. And I said to myself, you know what? It's going to come out that he's not happy there, that he wants out there, whether it's next week or next month, why not do it today? And so there are people speculating to this day, even on Mad Dog Sports, mm-hmm. one of your colleagues, the great Pat McAfee, Adam, mm-hmm. saying that it wasn't Aaron Rodgers leaking it with the Packers. It was a pro Packers article. Let me say this. Aaron Rodgers did not leak this. The Green Bay Packers did not leak this. Neither side wanted this story out. The story was not pro-Packer. The story was not pro-Aaron Rodgers. The story, at least I tried to make it, was objective. I don't know where it would have been pro-Packer. I don't know where it would have been Aaron Rodgers. The story is the guy wants out. Neither side is happy that the information is out. But in my mind, the information was going to come out at some point. I don't know when. I don't know when, but we decided to hit the send button that day. Not because it was draft day. I didn't go to Cleveland with this grand plan. But when some of this Aaron Rodgers chatter started, and I was getting calls the night before with someone calling me saying the Niners are calling them. And I go, okay, here we go. And then people start reporting on it. 
I said to myself, how long now until it comes out that Mark Murphy's been flying out west to meet with Aaron Rodgers and Brian Gutekinds has been meeting with Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur has been flying out west to meet with Aaron Rodgers and they've been trying to get him. How long is it going to take before this comes out? And again, there was information that was compiled not over days that day, but over weeks, over months throughout the course of the offseason. And you knew that at some point this was a looming issue. There were things that I was told back in January and February and March, and you wait to see what develops and transpires with it. And again, what pushed me to just say something at that moment was that there were people starting to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Niners. And I said, in my mind, you know what? The stuff that I've been told from various parties across the league over months is going to come out. I might as well just do it today. And that's what happened. I love that. And that makes all the sense in the world. And, And by the way, you know, I don't think that your reporting on it was pro or con, you know, either side. And look, to me, it didn't benefit the Packers for that to be leaked. I mean, you know, they're, they're going to be doing Zoom calls and press conferences, and they're going to have to answer, obviously, questions about your reporting and what transpired. And, you know, from Aaron's perspective, I mean, it didn't benefit him per se at that specific moment. So great job by you. And Listen, you referenced, and I was taking notes as you were speaking, January and February and March and, you yeah. know, snippets of information. Adam, this, this has been, this is an ongoing situation, right. a deep situation. Heck, we right. could go back to the Jordan Love pick. I mean, Correct. that's where this whole thing started, right? Well, we think that, I don't want to say it started there, Adam. I think that that is a foundational piece to this whole issue. But I think when you've got anybody, whether it's Tom Brady leaving after a long-standing relationship in New England or Aaron Rodgers wanting out after a long-standing relationship in Green Bay, I think there are many issues, many of which we don't know about and some of which we'll never know about. Okay, what what we do know is we know that he's got a strained relationship with the front office. We know this. Okay? We know that they not only drafted a quarterback last year, but they traded up to draft a quarterback last year, and they didn't bother to tell him in advance. Mm-hmm. For example, last week, the Buccaneers were drafting Kyle Trask. They called Tom Brady and said, hey, FY high, <laughs> we may be picking a quarterback on the second day. Yep. Just want to give you a heads up. Wasn't even the first round. Okay, I remember being in Denver. When the Broncos drafted Tommy Maddox, I believe it was with the 25th overall pick, shortly after John Elway had come out in the paper and said that he was hoping that the Broncos were going to draft Tennessee wide receiver Carl Pickens. And John Elway got the news that the Broncos had drafted Carl, uh, Tommy Maddox, the UCLA quarterback, while he was at a baggage claim carousel somewhere, if my memory serves me correctly, in Palm Springs, California. Oh, wow. And lo and behold, a short time later, the issue between him and Dan Reeves came to a head, and the Broncos fired Dan and moved on from him. And I don't know that John ever really um, got over 
them picking Tommy Maddox at a time when he wanted Carl Pickens. And so these are the kinds of things that have gone on through time. I think that there was a restrained relationship between Aaron and the front office. I think they drafted the quarterback and didn't tell him. I think he feels wrong and not respected in certain ways. And I think these are indisputable facts, but I believe and I'm sure that there's a lot more to it than what I just laid out to you right there. Well, you just nailed it. And those facts, I mean, they're, they're facts. They're not opinions. Those, those are facts. So, Adam, I'm trying to inject some, some logic here, right, in terms of what's next. Because, you know, first yep. of all, when, when Aaron digs in on something, Aaron digs in. And, and I think Aaron is incredibly cerebral. And I can make the case he's the most talented quarterback in the history of the NFL. I mean, John Elway and Tom Brady might have something to say about that. But, you know, Rodgers is, is phenomenal at the quarterback position. And, and I don't see Aaron getting over this. I mean, there are three things to me that could happen, right? You could either pay him and give him the contract that he asked it's for. Not that was... about that. It's not about that. Right? Okay, so, so, that, that's no, so you tell me, not about that. I don't believe it is. I, look, I think respect is about it. So if he views wanting respect in the form of dollars, okay. But I have a hard time believing that it's just that. Just think of anybody in any job who feels wronged by their employer. If they came to you and said, we're going to give you an extra 25% of your salary, you think you're going to feel much better about the organization that all those issues are just going to vanish in midair? You're right. You're 100% right. So let me follow. How does this get repaired? Is it, and this is my take on it, it's beyond repair? Well, Adam, let me say this to you. If it were so simple to repair, Mark Murphy or Brian Gutekunst or Matt LaFleur would have repaired it in the months and weeks that they were meeting with Aaron Rodgers face-to-face. And you'll notice that at the draft, the press conferences, they said, we've been working on these issues for quite some time. And there's still work to be done. And frankly, my own sense of it is they cannot repair it. The only thing that could repair it would be a deadline in time to where the football season is getting underway. He wants to be with his friends and teammates. He wants to be with the coaches that he truly loves and respects. And you feel bad for a guy like Matt LaFleur is caught in the middle of this. Yep. And he decides, you know what? I'm going to put aside all the bad feelings I have and I'm going to show up and play because I owe that to my guys. I don't think they're going to discuss this any further and reach some sort of understanding or truce between the two sides. The feelings are the feelings. They are what they are. Now, again, each side has got some leverage. The Green Bay Packers can simply squat on Aaron Rodgers if he doesn't report and say, we're not trading you. You're not playing football again. And, oh, by the way, and I can't believe they would do this and be this petty, but they could always say and pay us back the guaranteed money, the millions upon millions that you owe us. I think Rob Demosky from ESPN estimated that number to be something like $30 million, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. can you imagine them going after money like that? Oh, no. Boy. Anyway, no. <laughs> no. the other way is Aaron Rodgers, and I've always felt like this was something that was feasible, can just say to the Green Bay Packers, I'm not playing football in Green Bay anymore. I'm just not going to show up there. If you'd like to trade me, I would appreciate that. 
which I think he's kind of expressed to them, not, not the trade part, but I don't want to be there anymore. Okay. He's at a different stage in his life. He just got engaged over the new year. He's been there 17 years. Now, I think what Aaron Rodgers wants is he wants, he wants the Green Bay Packers to do the work for him. He wants them to just trade him and be the ones that are the bad guys. I think in this case, and I've said this to a few people, I, I think Aaron's got to be willing to get a little mud on him and say publicly, as he's told them, listen, I love Green Bay. I love the fans. I love the players and coaches I'm with. But we all get to certain points in our life where we feel like it's time to move on. Everybody's been there in their jobs. I'm at a different point in my life. I'm starting a new chapter with a woman I love. I want to go on. I want to try something new. I want to go finish my career elsewhere. No hard feeling. And you know what? The Green Bay Packers made their decision last year. They Absolutely. traded up for the quarterback. Absolutely. They traded up for the quarterback. So if the city of Green Bay can forgive Brett Favre, who left and played for the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> I would like to think that in time they would forgive Aaron Rodgers for going to finish his career wherever he goes to finish it. And the Green Bay Packers could get something back in return, a haul, to set up their franchise, and everybody could go on. But right now, Aaron hasn't done that publicly. The Green Bay Packers have been adamant that we're not going to trade him. And right now, being that we're past free agency in this past the draft, there's not a time pressure right now. Now, that, that may change in late July, early August, and that may change again the first week in September. And we'll see how far Aaron Rodgers is willing to push this and how he handles it. But it was almost like, to me, he's been waiting for them to make the move. And I feel like if that's what you want, to me, from my perspective, and I'm sure there are things I don't know, that you've got to be a little bit more aggressive and even hostile about it. Am I wrong? No, you're 100% right. In fact, I I think that's the right way to handle it at this stage. I even like that expression, get a little mud on his hands. You're, You're right. And Adam, everything that you just said, we're we're on the exact same page. We're we're sharing a brain. And listen, I I mentioned you know getting more money, or to me, and you use the Dan Reeves example. You know, I mean, unless he's going to tell them fire Brian Gunikis, right? I mean that that would. Be... Listen, I know the reports out there, and like I said, I think there's strained feelings between Aaron and certain individuals. That's fine. Do, do you? It just it just sounds so weird to me that the quarterback is demanding the GM be fired. Like, that seems so small and petty. He may, he may really dislike the guy. Okay, and that's fine. But I, I, I can't believe he's going to say, fire him. Fire him. Like, that seems so dictatorial and tyrannical. The great words. Small. Yeah. And, and that's not Aaron. That, see, Aaron will dig in on something. And I think, and, and Aaron, I think, has decided it's over in Green Bay. But that goes back to your brilliant point. I think in a lot of ways, and, and understand I'm, you know, in this regard, on team Aaron Rodgers without question. But if I'm Aaron, I would listen to, to you on this podcast, Adam, and that's what I would do. You know, do a sit down somewhere. Talk to Pat McAfee. You know, make these comments and say, here's the deal and let's go. Now, if he did that, how do you think the Packers would react? I don't know, but listen, there have been enough conversations, and I'm not privy to what was and wasn't said. But it shouldn't be hard to explain to these people, I've given you 17 years. Yeah, I've won MVP awards for you. 
I've won a Super Bowl for you. I've given my life to you for 17 years. I want to go somewhere else. Hey, guess what? A less accomplished quarterback, Matthew Stafford, had that conversation with the Detroit Lions right after the season ended. Okay? What a superb point in comparison. You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's. It worked out very well for both sides. (laughs) Yeah. Right? It was a little messy. Like, boy, they're trading Matthew Stafford and he doesn't really want to. Okay. But you know what? He got to LA. They got back picks. Everybody goes on. We go and live happily ever after. So why can't the Green Bay Packers, and when's the last time you heard this, why can't the Green Bay Packers take a page out of the Detroit Lions playbook? I mean, I don't think that's ever been said before, but you're 100% (laughs) right. (laughs) I don't think that's ever been said before, but you're you're right. And by the way, it ended the right way with Stafford, and it benefited everyone. You're, I never right. even considered that. You're, you're right. Now, what's interesting? Now, here's the difference, right? Detroit wants to rebuild, and they're and they're doing the right things, and you know, Holmes and Campbell. They're do- in, in Green Bay. They have a Super Bowl team. They have a Super Bowl team. Now, I think they need to also they need to come to grips here. Aaron Rodgers is not going to play for them anymore, and we've documented the reasons why. You you've got your information on it. If, if Aaron says, okay, trade me or I'm going to retire, what does Green Bay do? Well, again, I don't know that he's made that particular ultimatum request to them. But I think he's been pretty clear to them that he doesn't want to be there anymore. Okay, so it's up to them to figure out how they want him. And it's almost like to me, Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst, they're holding out hope that he's going to change his mind. Or like we said, the deadline will have him come to camp or whatever it may be because they don't want to be the ones who trade Aaron Rodgers. But look, they they made their decision last year on the quarterback. They That's traded right. up. That's right. Okay, that was, so that was their move, Adam. That, that that was their and so so they made their move, and doesn't Aaron Rodgers get to make his move now? You're 100% right. Why can't he make his move? And and why can't it be done, like I said, to come back to in a productive way for both sides? And you know what? Yes, they're a Super Bowl team with Aaron Rodgers. But guess what? With that, they're not. But in a trade, I'm sure we could come up with enough trades that they would be competitive and set up the team for what? Look, how about this? Maybe Aaron Rodgers changes his mind, which, again, none of us think will happen, but we don't know, and comes in for another year. Why not make a trade, get back a couple of ones, a two, a player, whatever it may be, and set up your team for the next five, six years if you can? Absolutely. Especially if it's inevitable and you made that deal. Look, when they make that deal up for Jordan Love, they basically are saying, if you draft the quarterback in the first round, you know, he's going to play after at least two years. That's that's the way it works. I mean, they were setting up for Rodgers' final season in Green Bay to be 2021, and and I know that, and Aaron knows that. So, you know, I understand his frustration. So what teams do you think, and I know we're talking about the MVP here, you know, Denver, Raiders, what teams would be in the real conversation here if Green Bay realized we need to trade them? Well, I just, 
I believe that they don't want to trade him in conference, period, that they would ship him out of conference if they ever got to that point, which they haven't. So we're playing a hypothetical game. So, again, I would just say this, that short of the Los Angeles Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Buffalo Bills, and Baltimore Ravens. What teams in the AFC wouldn't and shouldn't have interest in Aaron Rodgers? You're right. (laughs) So unless you have Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, or Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, or Justin Herbert in L.A., or Josh Allen in Buffalo, or Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, then why would you not look at the possibility of getting Aaron Rodgers? What do you make of Rodgers, the report, telling free agents that he's out in Green Bay? Well, I'm unaware of that report. And all I can tell you is that um, I believe there are certain players that knew that these were his plans. Again, I'll take you back to the initial comments. There were so many things that were said over so many weeks from so many different people. Yeah. Stockpiling in my memory bank, that I decided to unload the savings bank in Cleveland on draft day. That's all. So there were a lot of things said from a lot of people. How about these text messages where he's referring to Brian Gunakis as as Jerry Krause? Wait, you know anything about these text messages, Adam? Well, well you know, Adam. You know, we go back and, like, like I said to you, also, we know what we know, and then there's a lot that's going on that we don't know. So, with the feelings being what they are, if he's calling him Jerry Krause, uh, if he's calling him Lindy Infante, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he could be calling him anyone I know, for all we know. So, I, I don't know what he's saying and what he's not saying, but, but I think it's fair to assume that he's not particularly fond of the front office. Yeah, this, this is not going to – this is going to play out where Aaron Rodgers is not in Green Bay anymore. And, and I and I know I he'll hear, that, yeah. That, that, that's the feeling of a lot of people. Now, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But there's a lot of people who believe that he's played his last down in Green Bay, and they're fighting. The Packers are to keep him there, and trying to figure out a solution. You ask me, you know, what's the solution to this problem? What they could do? What could we? I I I don't think they know. To be honest with you, I don't think they know what to do to bring him back to Green Bay and keep him there. And if they did, by the way, don't you think they would have done it by now? Yes. Oh, I think I think the ship has sailed. Adam, I think it's over. I, I genuinely think, you know, you go back, you mentioned January at the beginning. I think this has been over and this relationship, oh. the ship sailed for a long time. Hey, l- let me tell you something. I go back to when they lost to the Buccaneers in the playoffs. By the way, there are people in the, in the collection of items that trickle in during the course of the There were people that believed that he was still ticked off that they – what they do? They went for the field goal in the NFC Championship game? Absolutely, were, of course, on fourth down, yeah, yep. Yep, yep. And he, and he referenced that on Jeopardy, right? Right. Okay, there are people that, that believe that, that he was very upset with that. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. But if we go back to that day – in the press conference afterwards, I remember getting a text from somebody, and they said, are you watching this Aaron Rodgers press conference right now? 
And I said, no, why? And they said, he's saying goodbye to Green Bay. And I said, really? Let, let me get on this. Let me watch this. And I watched it, and I thought, ooh, that's, that's pretty interesting. And there was the first sign right there. He told us all the day that they lost to the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game that things were not right in Green Bay. And the issue resurfaced again undrafted. That's all. It, it never went away. It never went away. It was always there. That press conference was goodbye to Green Bay. Adam, I always appreciate the time, and you have been so great to me on, on radio and TV and the podcast for forever. We always appreciate it, and I, I am just I'm thrilled for you and all your success. You work harder than, than anyone I know, and keep up the outstanding work, my friend, and we always appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Adam, the respect is mutual. There, there's nobody I'd rather listen to as I'm driving down the highway here in New York. You've done a great job. Congratulations on your success. And it's always a pleasure and an honor to be with you. The great Adam Schefter. Thank you for listening to another incredible episode of the Adam Shine Podcast. Adam Schefter, what an interview. He's the absolute best in the business. Thanks to our listeners on SiriusXM, our listeners on Pandora, our listeners on Apple Podcasts, and with Stitcher. We record the Adam Shine Podcast all year round, so please. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can always catch me every weekday on my Sirius XM radio show, Shine on Sports, which airs from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Man Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. The Adam Shine Podcast is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer of the Adam Shine Podcast, the great Bob Stew. The associate producers, Chris Tyler and Andrew Emmer. Sound design by my guy, Robert Moore. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. And special thanks to SiriusXM senior, vice president of sports programming and podcasting, the iconic Steve Cohen. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.